The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, is the 12th of April, 2018. Now, you know, we always talk about standing up, taking a deep breath. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. But there's a lot of things I've been really dabbling in. We know with all the mental stuff and everything. But, you know, I was thinking today before we came on the show. In fact, I even have something written down, which I never do. And this is what it is. We talk about winners, and I'm just going to say a few things. Walk like a winner, talk like a winner, think like a winner, and always, always be proud to be a winner. Those are the things that are so vitally important. And as we talk about this stuff more and more, and we get into this more and more, whether I do shows with different individuals here, or I do the singular shows, which I've been doing quite a bit more lately. Obviously, you know, working outside here, I can't always connect with everybody because, you know, people are doing things during the day or they have things at night. But just about everybody has had no issue with a weekend or even a weeknight. They're all in it, and I couldn't be happier, and I thank you all for that. But, you know, I was thinking about all that stuff, how important it is. But I'll tell you one thing that you can never discard, and my dad was so heavy on this, especially with me being the oldest, no matter what gets thrown at you, I don't care who it is, what it is, how many times it is, the word leadership, that's what you have to keep practicing, be a leader, the leadership is going to get you through all these scrapes and grinds, and all these things that feel like they're just going to knock you down for good. We're going to get into more and more of that, but I want to, I want to give that all today in the beginning because I know we do different things. And another thing that was very important I was thinking about last night, and I wrote this down because I, I, I've been really, really paying attention to people more than ever, whether it's media, outside in the real world, just standing there, not eavesdropping on people, but just listening to their verbiage. And it's pretty scary, a lot of it. And this is what I ask everybody. And this is even what I asked myself last night. When you speak your lines, do you mean them? Now, you could equate that to anything when I say lines. But this is what I wrote, and these are my two lines. When I lift that barbell, my heart jumps for joy. And when I lift that rock, my soul soars to the heavens. Those are my two lines, and they always will be my two lines. So when you speak things, speak everything like you mean it, and you should mean it. You should not just say things for the hell of it. Also, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Don't forget Winners and Champions, Inc., the premier product we got. Go out, check that out. There's 14 modules which will change your life. And the lines that I'm talking about in there are something that you can take with you forever. Also, prosperity consciousness. We talk about uh, giving and receiving here. That's what it's all about. Go out and look. There's a $25.50 and $100 donation. This is what we're about, solutions, things that we work on here. I mean, that product, Winners and Champions, Inc., I've probably been doing that product for 15 to 20 years here. Um, there's nothing in there that's not worked for me or is still working for me. Um, and that's what you got to look at. So go out, look at the prosperity page. Uh, you're getting something with each donation. In fact, the 50 and $100, you're getting two things, which will greatly help you. Also, too, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Click on my picture at the top of the page and go out and find some, well, a multiple, multitude of things that I'm involved with. Um, you want recovery? You want to get away from $200 a month supplement bills? You want to build strength? You want to sleep at night like a baby? If you got injuries, 
Wait till you see what some of these machines can do for you. If you go through there, you're going to get a heck of a discount with this company. Um, we're going to get more into it tomorrow. Dr. William Wong is on. He bought one of the pieces of equipment from here. He is in love with it. He's had a very damaged shoulder for quite a while. Already this, well, I'll tell you, it's a stim machine, but it's nothing like you've ever seen out in the market. Click my picture. You can go out and you want to talk about education, go out and look at this thing. Also, too, um, this is great news. I went out, well, you can look at it. We got our pal Andrew Durney ad on, and I'm going to bring him in momentarily. Andrew's probably been with me, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, for I'd say at least two years now. If not, closer, it could be a little over. And as everybody knows, I, I, I'm a workhorse with this company. Um, I'm on my own. The only people I have here are people like Andrew that are gracious with their time, and they're all the me family. And I went out yesterday. Do you know that we have about 920 podcasts already? We're not even four years old yet. And the amazing thing is, I mean, I don't know if I, I've been saying it on other shows. I mean, now we're in Italy and Brazil, and I wish I had it up in front of me. You ought to see the breakdown where we are all over the world. I mean, we're very big all over the world, but we're very big. We're growing like crazy right now in Canada. You wouldn't believe it. So there's some pretty amazing things happening here right now, and it's behind the scenes, and we're going to just keep going. But I want to tell everybody that I'm very proud of that. That's a big deal. Um, and we probably even have more if I wasn't in and out of the house so much. But you know what? Everything we put out of here, whether it's me or Andrew or anybody, you're talking quality, man. There is nobody that puts out anything like us. I don't care who they are. I know what I'm told. I was told this by Dr. Wong and one other person here that this show is the Perry Raider magazine on the airwaves. You want to talk about the biggest compliment you could ever get? And one other thing. Milo was all done. Last month, it was the 25th anniversary. That magazine is no longer with us. So this is why you need to pay attention to this show even more. Um, also, too, don't forget about going out to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, um, Real Power. Also, the Manly Men's page. Get involved with that movement. Go out there and put something out on that page. There's a discussion board there. Start a thread. Send a video. It's very, very important. Also, advertising on motivation and muscle. You'll see that right on the home page. Come on in. The prices are there. Um, just email me. Give me your phone number, and I'll call you because respect is speaking to people. And I'm going to be doing a show on that very shortly. We have done some stuff with Steve Cotter on that, but I've got a whole new level of what speaking to one another means. Last but not least, before I bring Andrew in, don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account. Anytime I put anything out, you know you're going to get content. So check that out. As I said, we have Andrew Derniat on today with us, and uh, he's the owner of DerniatStrength.com, one of the top grip guides in the world and a world top rank all-around lifter. Uh, besides that, if you look at the stuff he's doing, I mean, you talk about an athlete. Um, Andrew just seems to jump into anything, and he uh, excels at it. And, you know, you don't see a lot of that out there. And before I bring him in momentarily, we're going to talk about, I think, I came up with this yesterday. This, to me, is a kick-ass subject. We're going to talk about I wouldn't change anything. So on that note, I want to bring Andrew Derniat in. Brother, welcome. Always an honor, sir. Oh, it's always been fun. Uh, and I think I think you're correct. I mean, it's at least two years that we've been uh, getting together like this on pretty much a monthly basis. So yep. uh, it's, it's been fun. Thanks. It's been fun, it's been fun here. Um, anything I missed, lay it out. Ah, uh, no, yeah, I think you, you touched on it. You know, I've been uh, dabbling in just about everything uh, lately. Just finished up uh, last weekend, was down in uh, Lake James, North Carolina, for a uh, swim run event where you're, uh, you're in and out of the water running and swimming about 20 different times. It was all told it was about three and a half miles of open water swimming and 13 and a half miles of trail running. Uh, it got to be a little chilly. Uh, unfortunately, the spring is uh, yet to <laughs> yeah. has yet sprung. 
Yeah. Uh, entirely. So our, our water and air temperatures were the same at 56 degrees. Uh, needless to say, there were a couple of teams taken off for uh, hypothermia, <laughs> uh, hypothermic-like sy- symptoms. Yeah. Uh, we were fortunate enough to, um, you know, forestall all that and just sort of, we knew coming coming from Ohio and in, in some colder weather, you know when you're outside and you get cold, don't stop moving. Exactly. you got to keep moving and uh, you'll eventually get to that finish line and then get some, some warm clothing on you. So yeah, uh, that's the latest, truly the latest since it was only five days ago that I was doing that. So Nice. Uh, all good fun. Yeah. You know. you know what I want to ask you? We talked about this on other shows. Just quickly, and we're going to get into today's subject. When you were there, obviously, you know, you're a world-class lifter. We know that. Did you notice, I mean, you can tell, you and I have been around long enough, and we talked about how you felt, how much you felt all this training with the weights and the stones and the tires and the grip, et cetera, et cetera, has really manifested into these other things you want to do. Did you see in your eye, or maybe you weren't looking, did you notice a lot of guys and women or whatever that looked like, and I'm not talking the phony bullshit out there with just being ripped. Did you notice anything that caught your eye with some of these people who were involved in your event? Um, it's, it, 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 I guess in some ways, yes. Okay. Uh, these, are, these are a little bit newer events to the U.S. Okay. Um, and there was actually an application process to just compete. Okay. Was, you, you couldn't just sign up. And so, um, so this event was, a, was a little bit different in that you needed to have a decent resume. Okay. Of athletics the last two years. So most of the people showing up, you know, are showing up with Ironman jackets. Yep. They, they're showing up with other, you know, substantial endurance resumes. So there was that, that, confidence mm-hmm. that people are milling about mm-hmm. uh, at the same time still new so you still have a little bit of hesitation um, from everybody because you know if like for myself it was the first time ever participating in sure. this I knew what to to expect in some ways but I also know to expect the unexpected mm-hmm. um, and with that I, I think everybody went into it with the confidence of finishing it, having been tested before in other ways, uh, where, where the, the, the X factor of this event this past weekend, I believe truly was the colder temperatures. Yeah. There were, there were some individuals from Florida who were very, uh, competent athletes, but the temperature, the cooler temperatures, you could tell was weighing on their consciousness before they started. Yep. And, and that's where, like I said, when we got into it, you know, we've been trail running and, and, and being outside and active here um, throughout the winter in the cold. I've, you know, we've done races where you start the race at 20 degrees and it's just, it's just kind of part of it. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to, it's just what you have to do to, to train in the winter when you live, you know, a little bit more north. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I agree. Um, that's the only reason why I like the four seasons here. Right? You get to train and everything. Yeah, and so it, it, you you cut down on sort of that that fair weather fan type mentality of oh, you know, if the conditions yeah. aren't you know to you know I, I need I need my 60, 70 degree yeah. temperature, low humidity, and if it's not that, I'm going to have a bad day. You know, dude, it's you know how it is in the summertime. It's ninety degrees, yeah, percent humidity, yep. and you're sweating like crazy. It doesn't matter what chalk or anything you use; everything's wet and slippery. Yeah, you learn to deal with that. In the winter time, it's the opposite. Yep. everything's stone cold and literally frostbitten fingers. Yep, grabbing stuff, but you learn to deal with it. And so, those, you know, environmental factors harden your body in ways that somebody that is in a very controlled environment doesn't get the benefit of, you know, struggling through different environments. No, I agree. Uh, real world experiences, I like to call it. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's great if that's what you want to do. You know, people like gyms, I got it. 
and there's some good gyms still left in the world, obviously, but I'll tell you what, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, like having to put your head into something and either, you know, you make it through or basically it's going to get chopped off. Uh, I think... I think now more than ever with, uh, you know, like I said, I've been very, very cognizant, very paying attention of a lot of things going on. I'm convinced, number one, physical culture is a must, a must for everyone, for everyone. Are you going to be able to always sell that? Probably not, but I would hope enough people would sink their teeth into especially the kids with the epidemics of not only obesity and this stuff that's planted in their heads where, well, we don't want you competitive, it doesn't matter who wins, et cetera, et cetera. It's all a bunch of bullshit. I'm not going to get into And I've been doing so much stuff mentally, you know, like I talked about some stuff early here with speaking your lines. Um, well, we'll get into it another time. I, I've got mental notes going on in my head right now like you wouldn't believe. I totally agree with you, Andrew. If you're not going to go out and face the elements, if you're not going to go out and face the hardships, you might be okay, but you're not going to win that big race, you know, with anything. You know, you want to go over Scotland and lift Dinny Stones. Well, if you're not practicing these things or using the movements that are going to accentuate it, you're going to have a hard time, but most of all, you're going to have to mentally wrap yourself around everything and squeeze every bit of life out of your brain, man. That's the stuff that, you know, I know you teach it and some other people, but it's not commonality. That's all I want to say. But we could get off on this tangent all day. But I want to talk about, I wouldn't change anything. And I'll start it quickly. I'll give it right to you. This, to me, is something, and this all spurred from... A lot of comments I've heard lately, a lot of people, a lot of regret. Go and visit old people and listen to a lot of them. It's awful. You know, when we talk about entrepreneurship, when we talk about going in things that could literally kill either one of us, and yet we still do it. We find we have the passion, the love, all the things we want to do, even when we have injuries, even when we lose friends, even, you know, I've had so many relationships with girls go up and smoke. And with just other people, too. Because of my dedication to what I love, and that is physical culture, it's being a businessman, it's having a radio show that I want it to go terrestrial, I want it to go world, well, we know it's worldwide, etc., etc. And a lot of people, when I talk about regret, whether older people or just people you meet in, I'm sure Andrew meets plenty of people in the gym, I do. I love talking to people. I wouldn't be doing this. I, they, they'll strike up a conversation with me. Usually, it's always the same thing. You're a weightlifter? Yep. And usually, you can go from, okay, and we're talking for 20 minutes if I've got the time or if they've got the time. But, you you know, listen when people talk. Listen to what they're saying. And not all of it is bad, but the majority out of it is a, a very negative connotation. And as I stand in that soup, of that all around me, understand it. I, I fully understand why they are, why they are, and they don't really understand what it is they have to do. And what they want to do is they want to change your life. They want to step backwards and say, "Well, this job didn't work for me, or this relationship didn't work for me." Or, you know what? My whole life stinks. Well, you can, you can, we could all say that about some things that we've been in. I mean, you know, we're human beings. This stuff happens. But I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you why I wouldn't change a thing. Number one, I was very fortunate to have the family and still do that I had growing up. The biggest thing was my brother, Jimmy. You know, like I say, he's sitting in front of me right now with the Incredible Hulk, staring at, right back at me. And I'll tell you why. To have a brother that was that important and that meaningful in all of our lives is absolutely incredible. To still have him in my heart like that, to have him have had so much influence on me that, I mean, two businesses are in his honor here that I own. And with all the trials and tribulations we go through, I'll tell you one of the biggest blows to me was when I tore my bicep in Iceland. That was the biggest blow I've ever had to me personally other than losing Jimmy, my father, things of that nature. But on a physical and a mental sense, and I'll get right to Andrew. Andrew, I'm sure, can attest to this with anything. That there could have destroyed my lifting career forever. Because I'll tell you what, 
I've had friends that were world-class lifters, one in particular who I believe could have went big places Olympic lifting. My buddy Richie hurt his back, never came back again. He came back, but there was something in him mentally. It seemed like as soon as he would get going again, he wouldn't show up. And I'd be like, where are you? Oh, my back doesn't feel right, or I, I heard that. You know, I've been going to chiropractor. Well, how it's it's worse. So what happened with that tear in Iceland, if I had let that get to me that same way, I would have been finished, all right? So when I say I wouldn't change anything, I wouldn't even change that. I've had people say to me, you're out of your mind. Well, what did I gain from that? A multitude of things. A multitude of things. And that's what happens. And, and we'll get into this deeper, but I want to give it to Andrew. Take it away, brother. Yeah, you touch on, you, you, you're just scratching the surface on a lot of this. Uh, those aspects, like you said, you have an injury like that uh, when it's a bicep, uh, a back injury, and and, it, and it's kind of a wake up. Yeah. And you can you can do a couple of things. You can you can sort of you know duck tail and run, um, and look at it and go, man, you know it, it's just too hard. Is it is it worth it? Um, and 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 walk away from it. And because it, it scares you in that in that sense, because you you notice the vulnerability, or you can look at that and and, and see that you you injured yourself, or or been injured depending on you know, if you're in a car crash where somebody else hits you, uh, and and you can feel that vulnerability, and you can use that vulnerability at, as positive energy. Yep. To build it back stronger, and so, you know, being being vulnerable is probably one of the ultimate things to experience. That because we all love to to, to view ourselves and put ourselves in sort of that, that that superhero, you know, mentality of I can do anything, and that, and that sounds great when we get our motivational talks out, you know. I, I love the motivational quotes and just that, that you, you just get all empowered. Yep. But, you know, you got to go and you got to get punched in the face sometimes and, and find out, you know, you know, it's, it's the saying, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get back up. Yep. And, and that is exactly true when you get to those hard points and, mm-hmm. and, and adversity is quote unquote holding you down. It's oh, it's, it's it's finding out what you're made of. Um, you know, we have I got the slogan here at Dirty Ant Strength that limits are for the other people. Yeah, other people are gonna are gonna are going to quote test their limits, and you can define that how you want. And they're gonna they're gonna test those limits and go, oh, that's where I am. I'm good, and they're gonna stop. Around here, we encourage you to go up to that, test them. Sit back, have have strong reflection, and go. How do I make it better? And that's what we mean by limits are for the other people. Is other people are going to stop when they see that wall. Our goal is to educate ourselves and critically think of ways to 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 go over the wall, go through the wall, or just straight up move the wall. Yeah, you know that's what we want to cultivate. And, and set new limits. The one thing, you know, I've had numerous people say, man, you know, with, with lifting, like you achieve your goal and you've already got like five more ready on top of that. And they're like, doesn't it ever end? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, nope. it's not going to end until I'm until, you know, there's, there's no more breath in this body. Yep. You know, that's when it ends, you know? So for me, there, there is, there is no final, destination that I'm looking forward to. There are journeys and excitements and goals along the way, but to sit here and go, man, what's my end goal? This is a phenomenal journey and I've had a lot of phenomenal experiences so far and I'm looking forward to a lot more coming up wherever this road may take me. No, I agree, I agree with you totally. And, you know, we I kind of hit upon it in the beginning. I want to ask you this question. Um, 
I talked about regret, especially with older people. They'll say, boy, I wish I did this, that, and the other thing. Why is it you think so many people want to change their past? Because, you know, you and I both know we can look at our past, but really for anybody out there, not just you and I, your future should be your dominant thought all the time, whether you visualize it, whether you write it down and rehearse it over and over, whether like what I can do here is go out and do a recording on my own of something that maybe I've been doing, something I hit upon, something I want to share with the family where I'm trying to help you out through what I'm doing. And I'm not, I'm messing around with some pretty dangerous mental stuff with me right now. I've had days, Andrew, where I, whether it was writing on my notepads every morning, I, I, I've written so hard about different things I want to do or, or something like I am victorious. You know, I, I am strong. I am strength. I am a strong man, et cetera, et cetera. Because what you do with these phrases is you are putting them out to the universe and people don't understand this. I, I don't think still. What you're putting out there is matching you out there. Okay? So the question is I want to ask you is this. Why is it so many people feel the need to change their prior happenings, in your opinion? That is, I think, because it's easier to look in the past and say, I should have done this, than, like you said, to focus on the future and say, because focusing on the future, you're being proactive. Mm -hmm. You're taking responsibility for yourself and, and putting it to action right now. And we all know that action, taking action now is hard to do. Right. Yeah. It is hard to pick yourself up and look at your situation and say, I'm going to do this because it's going to make me better, not necessarily even a day or two a week down, but maybe a year, two years, three years down the line, if not more. Yeah. And that takes challenge because that takes patience and persistence and consistency when if we go back retroactively into the past and say, well, I should have done that, that would make me great now. Mm-hmm. We all want it now. And so to go back into our past gives you, oh, if five years ago I had started doing this, I'd be awesome right now. Well, no shit. You know, if I'd gone back 15 years ago and invested in Facebook when it first went yeah. You know, yeah. So, or, you know, or, or, you know, if I went back and, and looked at Apple in the eighties when it was a dying company and invested, you know, a couple, you know, a thousand bucks in it right now, yep. I'd be sitting on a beach somewhere, but guess what? <laughs> That's yep. 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 So yep. we, we have to deal with this present situation and look forward. Well, you know, backwards. Back. Yeah. You know what I think too? When people go back in time and you you hit it right on the head, well, if I did this, I'd be here. Well, I look at it two different ways. Number one, I look at it the way you're talking about, well, if I invested, who knows where I'd be right now. But I look at those other things, too, in this light. They never knew what would have come if they did X, Y, Z. None of us do. None of us are fortune tellers. I mean... We can say, well, if I had done that, you know, today maybe I'd be a millionaire or today I'd be a world-class strength athlete or I'd be one of the top 100 in the world of strength coaches. But we don't need that. And see, I think a lot of people need to live the old stuff because I think the way – well, I don't think. I, I, I believe that you hit it with the future. It, it's scary to people. Um what do I do? You know, I want to do this, but, you know, a lot of people around me, you know, they don't think it's good. You know, you hear that same thing, you know, well, you know, I I don't want to piss people off. So what you end up doing is you don't go anywhere. You sit on things that you want to do, ideas, dreams, you know, maybe you want to do a voyage. Maybe you want to go and lift this and lift that. Or maybe you just want to be, as I say, I'm I'm sure you had them in your neighborhood. I can remember a couple guys that were weightlifters. They were probably more bodybuilders. But, man, when you saw them come down the street, and, of course, as a kid, 
you know, maybe they had an 18-inch arm, which is still gigantic. People make an 18-inch arm out like it's small. I mean, you were like, holy shit, I'm impressed as hell. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you're just the guy or gal walking strong in a neighborhood that the kids admire. Maybe you're going to set that fire off in them. But I think it's very easy to go backwards because we can kind of um, just reflect and say, well, you know, if I did this or, you know, I could have been this, it's comfortable. I guess that's the word I want to use. But when I say to Andrew, hey, Andrew, I'm outside like you. It's 20 below. Yeah, I've got a little heat on so I can grip the bar so they're not sticking to my skin. And I'm doing a, a, a mashing midi of whatever. Or I'm out walking a hoose of steel stone. And this is no bullshit, folks. It's very hard to hold anything with gloves on that stone. Guess what happens when you walk through the snow and the cold? Your hands freeze to the fucking stone. Or stick to it, at least. What I'm saying is, my whole life, yeah, I can think back. I've got a lot of good memories. And I wouldn't change anything. And even through the rough times, losing girlfriends, you know, um, all kinds of stuff, you know, things not working out, whether it's the work in the gym or, you know, school or a job or whatever. But you know what? Everything that's happened to me has created something new that's been better. I've been very lucky like that. I have been very... Have I had some casualties along the way that maybe if I could... uh, rewrite the script i'd like it to be different yeah but we all go through that but life is living forward it's not backwards and if you're living backwards okay you're not living folks you're still in the same predicament the same relationship the same mess all right and i know a lot of people go through life like that i said that in the beginning i just said it again Go to a, 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 a home where there's old people living, and they love for you to come in and visit them. I've done that many times. It's like the highlight of that. But talk to some of them. And I love asking them, well, what did you do and all that? And take an interest in them. But I guarantee you the high majority of them are going to say, well, you know, they'll ask me what I do. And I told them, they said, well, you know, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, but I just never did it. You know, I couldn't find the time. Or I didn't have support, or you know something. Sometimes you just gotta go do it. Go ahead, Andrew, take it. Yeah, I mean it's you. I mean you, we, we're 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 definitely all around on this, uh, you know, big time. And it's you, you you do have that. I mean, it's natural to have that that hindsight regret of man, I wish this had worked out. But you know that's 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 short term, you know, thinking in that way because you, you just. It, I mean, we could you could go on forever of, of playing the, the what if game, yeah, in and around, and you know I I look at where I'm at as same with you, and you're going, you know, yeah, we have those those hardships and those those quote unquote momentary what we feel at the time are momentary low points, but you know that's that's just a learning experience. To, to to pull away and grow you know, that's a, that's a that's an opportunity to grow yeah and and so you can you can take those those hardships and and you can just throw yourself in depression and, and not crawl out of it and then I'm gonna say yeah you know we that that's a problem we need to fix that but or you can look at that 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 downturn and you go, all right, this is my opportunity to make a change for the positive, for the better. Yeah. And and so I, you know, when when the, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Yep. And and that's how you got to look at that. You know, and it doesn't matter if it's if it's my, you know, physical health and what my body's doing. You know, if I have an if I have a you know, an injury somewhere or a perceived injury somewhere, I go, "Okay, what is my body doing? What is it telling me? You know, you know, all right, my knee was hurting a little bit. And it's like, all right, well, what, what, why is that? What is it doing? What is my, my, my body is telling me that I, that, that this hurts, but why does that hurt? Is, right. you know, are my ankles moving or my hips moving because my knee is compensating for something else. I need to address it. And I know one stretching, one foam rolling or one training session isn't going to solve that problem, but if I can be proactive 
in proactive, in an intelligent way where I'm critically thinking of how things are all interconnected. Yep. And go, okay, well, if I can, if I can improve on a couple of these aspects, say hip and ankle mobility, maybe that can have a positive effect on the way my knee is feeling. At the same time, I'm having inflammation in my knee, so let's put a compression wrap on that, which deals specifically with the problem, but I'm being critical about, about my joints and my muscles above and below the injury. And then at the same time, if I look at my diet and, and what I'm ingesting to help my body recover, and then I look at my sleep, and is, is my sleeping arrangement a positive experience? Am I getting quality sleep? Am I sleeping in a bad position that may affect that injured way? So now I've got all these things that are coming together that if I get in a positive direction, wow, all of a sudden, you know what? My body is healing and I'm not having that pain anymore. And wow, I have a little bit better mobility, which allows my, for me currently, my running stride to be, you know, proper so that I'm not further exasperating an injury. Yep. All of a sudden, you know, a few weeks, maybe a few months later, I'm not have, I'm asymptomatic. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was a positive experience that I could have just said, oh, wow, my knee hurts. I need to go see a doctor. Give me an MRI. Why can't you do surgery? Isn't there a pill? Make this better. Well, yeah, and you hit it right on the head. Um, I can't remember who the author I just listened to or read recently it might have been Earl Nightingale, um, and he said something that I never, that really, the bell went off in my head big time, and you just made reference to it. Um, when something happens, no matter what it is, and I know it's hard not to engage, because that's the way everything is now, but one of the best things he was saying to do is to stop, don't do a thing other than think. Because, and I'll tell you why, as simple as that sounds, when you think, instead of reacting like that, you're going to get the answer you need to do. Um, it's very interesting stuff how you hear things and formulate things once you have, if you're not overreactive. And we know the majority of people are so damn overreactive. Go anywhere. There's always somebody... Um, wailing about something or this isn't fair or whatever. I can't even listen to that stuff anymore, folks. I got news for you. But I want to tell you something, too, and this is going to be with not changing anything totally. Everyone knows. I, I, I'm not, I don't say everything, but I'm public about both businesses here. It, it's not been an easy ride the last year especially. And we're growing all over the place, and people are coming on more and more. And everything I'm doing here is to lay the framework to be terrestrial, to sell more products, to eventually go out and speak in huge rooms of people with other people with the show. And I wouldn't change anything. I want to go, you know, everyone knows about the stones, everything. Um, would I have been like, would I have liked to be there two, three years ago? Hell yeah. But this, like everything I feel I'm doing, is preparing me down the road. And I don't feel it's going to be that much longer. I really don't. I think we've made strides here now, especially lately. And some of the people that I am doing a little bit of business with, it seems to be working out more and more. And as I said, what you're putting out there is going to match. There is no doubt about it. What you're envisioning is going to match. And I got news for you, folks. I've been very lucky and very blessed, and I've done some pretty nasty lifts. And, you know, I got the opportunity to go to Iceland, not once, twice. All right? Obviously, everyone knows the history of both times. But it's never dissuaded me to keep that dream going, and it's never, ever wanted me to change why did I even do that. You know, most people, as I said, you come back. Uh, something like that is very traumatizing. I don't care who you are. I, I like to think I'm a pretty strong nut, believe me. But when things like that happen, as I said earlier on the show, that could ruin you the rest of your life, man. It's not the physical so much. It's the mental end. It blows you out, literally. 
you know, if you're going to have fear of grabbing a bar, I remember the first time I curled after that, you know, all the work done on the arm. I was pretty apprehensive at first because you know what? You've heard multiple times, well, the guy had it done, it blew again, you had to go and get it done again. I was like, holy shit. But it didn't, and I'm here now eight years later doing whatever I want to do, and in fact doing better than I ever did before. And when most people in their 40s are slowing down and people are telling you, hey, there's no reason to go out when it's 20 below and have your body stick to the iron. Oh, yes, there is. And they'll say, well, why? Because I love it. Well, that's not enough. It is enough. Because you've got to love something like that to bear your soul and bear your balls out to everything. Because if you think going out and doing stuff like that is easy, it's not. And there'd be many nights that I'd rather stay in and stay warm than go out there and do that. But you know why I do that? Not only I love it and it's passion, but it's me. It's me. I can't turn that off. You know, when I go out and work for people, what do you think I'm doing the whole time I'm working there? Why do you think I got a recorder in my pocket? Because I'm coming up with ideas. You know why? Because my mind and body are in my home still. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I won't change anything that happened in the past. When I go to Iceland this time, there's only one person. I'm not going to say what I've told them. Uh, I plan on a big surprise that I don't know. I've never seen it done ever. And I'm going to have the uh, luxury and the honor of meeting Martin Janzix. Charlie Oliphant, Liam, Stevie Shanks, all these people, man, that have been so good to me. And it's all because of that tear, which led into the business, which led into losing a job because they didn't need consultants anymore, which led into, in my in my opinion, the, the, the high-end, world-class podcast. Look, we don't, we're not known by everybody in the world yet, but we will be. You know why? Because Andrew said it before. I am a guy that will persevere no matter what. My belief is so deep. My mother and father, and I'm going to give it right to Andrew, my mother and father and a lot of other people were very instrumental in growing up. Obviously the weights. I never would be here now if it wasn't for that sand set of weights, the wooden bench, and Jimmy, and the Hulk, obviously. But I'll tell you this right now. I wish my dad was still alive more than ever. You know, I go down, I tell people, I go down to cemetery and visit Jimmy and my father. And I'll bring Think and Grow Rich or something with me and read it. Read it to them. And they'll say, you're nuts. They're not there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But my father was so consistent with me. And my father was very hard on me. Very hard on me. You know, Italian with the iron fist. But... As a as a as a man now, I don't know if if he didn't act that way with me. I don't know if I'd even be here talking to you still because I probably would have gave up. But I can see my father in my eye all the time and in my ear saying the things he said to me. And I owe my father and mother too, but I owe my father especially a debt of gratitude that I can't even explain to you folks here on the radio. But I'm telling you right now, if there's somebody like that in your life, go thank them today. If you're not, if you don't live near them, call them up. Because I wish I could talk to my dad face to face one more time. I wish my dad was here, as in as in the mafia. He'd be my conciliator. He'd be the guy I'd trust, the one I'd bounce stuff off of. Very important. Go ahead, Andrew. It's all yours. Yeah, it's, you know, we start talking about, you know, the weights and it's a struggle. And it's like, yeah, that that struggle makes you feel alive. Yeah. That all, all that hardship, you know, I mean, that's truly what you start to live for. Yep. You start to you start to live for the struggle. You, 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 you know, the easy anybody can can go with the easy times. You know, I mean, that's it's coasting. That's cruising. That's easy. Um, but it's, it's when, you know, it, it's when you, you get, a, you hit that wall 
you know, that's, you know, that's the good stuff. Yeah. And that's the stuff that's out there when you're like, man, all right, you know, you know, I'm losing family members. I'm, yep. you know, I'm, I'm popping tendons. I'm, 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 I'm tweaking <laughs> biceps. I'm doing all this stuff. Yep. And, and, but you just keep going. Like I said, you, you just keep moving forward Yep. and you don't, and you don't stop because that's, you know, I, I, I joke around with some of the other guys that come in and it's like, man, you know, if I sit around, my body hurts. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's like, it, it takes me, you know, it, it, I'm getting older where it takes me 20, 30 minutes just to start feeling good yep. when I'm out there. But man, that, that first 20, 30 minutes, man, I just want to stop and be like, oh, just make it stop, make it quit. But I got to keep going and I got to keep pushing through to get that reward of, man, now I feel good. And now I just want to keep going because, you know, I, I know what it's like to just sit. And, and when I sit, it doesn't feel good. So I just keep moving and I keep finding different ways to move my body in space and time to just numb all those other feelings. Hey, Andrew, you know, I, I think we've said this now and then, but I just think some of the things that we are repeating here today are so essential. But I, I, I just... I, you know, you talked about, well, they're going to bury me. That's going to be it when I'm done with it. But what what is, I mean, I, I can't let go of this. Um, you know, we talk about DNA. We talk about your being. We talk about connections all over. But I bleed for this, man. I, I, I can't imagine life ever without it. I'd want to be dead if I couldn't do it. Um the anticipation, the new things you do um, to trick everything and everyone out there and gaining when you shouldn't be gaining anymore. To go out and just find sunshine in everything. You know, I love to hear people say, well, it's cloudy today. You know, it's always that crap. I'll say, well, look on the bright side. It's not raining. I mean, why is it everything's got to be, ah. Uh, Oh, it's like that. It's like, I, I I can't do that anymore. Not that I was ever a guy that did it. Everything you do, folks, look for something bright in it. There is something there. You know, I've talked about all this before, but I'll tell you right now. Lifting, I don't care what you lift, what you do, all right? I'm just going to leave it at that. I'll tell you right now, if you really understand what it is, and you've been doing it for the good portion of your life like I have. Um, yep, love is great. You know, meeting someone you really love is is great. But I'll tell you what, health is first for me. Girlfriends, if I ever got married, whatever, that's second. And that's not being selfish either. And I'll tell you why, and I'll give it right to Andrew, is this. If you don't have your health, forget about all the other stuff we talk about right now. If you can't even get up out of your bed and put one foot in front of the other, you got big problems, folks. And that's why I think I take this now even more serious than ever because we're playing with a lot of dynamite that we've been playing with for a long, long time. And to be able to still do this at a high level and do things that maybe we didn't do, say, even five years ago, and we're tackling them now, I just think there's nothing out there that's like this. I don't care if it's baseball, football, whatever. Yet maybe they all got their genres. But most of those guys, if they make five years, well, baseball's the exception. Some basketball, too. But if you look at a lot of these contact sports, if an athlete can get five years they're lucky. I mean, the Joe Montanas of the world are freaks. Okay? You're not going to see that much, you know? And we talk about, Andrew talked a little bit about the cold and, you know, some of the athletes having some problems with it. I mean, you heard the other night I was watching a Yankee game for a little while. Oh, it's cold out. You know, it hurts to hit the ball. I was like, suck it up for Christ's sake, man. I got it. But, you know, they're bundled up like they're going to Antarctica. This is why when Andrew and I talk about training in these extreme conditions, this cold, I got to tell you, folks, I love it. I absolutely adore it. It's like, keep 
bring in more. Let's see how much more I can take. Is it going to break me or am I going to break it? It's all yours, brother. Yeah, it's it, you. You talk about the hell. You got to have a reason to get up in the morning and put pants on. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's that, that's just that's just what it is. You know, you you've got to you got to have a reason for living. And each one of us is going to have a little bit different reason to do that. Our, you know, this show, this, you know, you know, niche of individuals who are going to be listening to us, yep. you know, physical culture is what gets us up in the morning, causes us to put our pants on, walk out that door and say, all right. How am I going to improve myself today and improve the physical health and physical well-being and integrity of those that come in contact with me? How do I encourage, persuade, trick, whatever, these people into believing that they can do more than what they thought, you know, maybe when they woke up? And that's, you know, that's what the clients come to see me for. Yep. They come in with this, man, you know, look at you. And I go, yeah, that's that's all well and fine. But let's let's find out what you could do. Yep. Let's let's expand your, you know, mentality of of what you thought was possible. You know, that gets to a very special place. Yep. No, I, I and go ahead. Anyone, yeah, you just. It, it, it's it's a continual evolution and a continual, you know, expansion on all of that. Of how do I how do I get better? How do I make myself better? How do I make somebody else become better? And in doing that, you know, it's it you know it's all an experiment. And what we're doing is is I'm using my clients as an experiment so that when I get to the next data point, I have some information that I can use to help make the next person that much better. Yeah. Life is just one giant experiment and we don't have all the answers, but what I'm trying to do is collect enough data points and, and research from other people's data points so that I can, you know, have a better understanding as to which direction to take people when when they come to me with, here's my goal, here's my dream, here's my my hope, my wish, you know, my whatever, and and how do we make that a reality over time? No, I totally agree. I, I love that word endure too. Endure everything. Endure whatever's coming at you. Sit there and just endure it. And I'll tell you another thing. And, you know, I understand the whole thing, obviously, with, you know, being strength coaches, with people coming to you for answers or what they want to do. But I'll tell you something, Andrew. I'm just talking from my own perspective. I don't think there's – if you can get the mentality of people to go this way – there's so much out there to do, obviously. You know, you do so much of it. But I'll tell you one thing. There's nothing like just lifting heavy stuff, man. There's nothing like teaching yourself to begin with nothing and suddenly get bigger, get better, get stronger, and add a little bit more weight on. You know, they talk the old timers on, well, we add two and a half, five pounds a week. Well, add that up over a month. Add that over a few workouts a week. It's quite a bit of weight. But what I'm saying is where I am right now, and I can't always go heavy on everything because, I mean, you're just not going to be able to do that. But you know something? There's nothing like going out there and just trashing something with a dead start, whatever. Or there's nothing like the other, for instance, Sunday. I was so pissed I was moving stuff, and I had the Husafel Steel Stone 1 on, like, this pulling blocks. They're good ones, too. They're ones from Iron Mine, the steel ones. And usually nothing will move on there because they're set up where they're not smooth. And, man, my big ass hit the thing and knocked this thing off. Literally, it was hanging a little bit. And that was a that was a 240 pound stone, and I had plates on it without 
any um, collars on it, which I never do, and why I did, I have no idea. That was from a few workouts before. I just never put them on. Of course, it dumped all the plates, too. So you had a 240-pound bare stone on the ground. And I got to tell you, man, I had rage in me like you can't even imagine. I don't know what it was. And it was a tight spot, and I went in there and ripped that son of a bitch sideways right off the floor, and I threw it against the wall. Now, that was not a smart move on my part because I could have got injured or the plate trees on top, even though they're welded in, you know, you could break a plate tree or snap it or do damage. But the point of the matter was this. Sometimes things happen like that, but I want to get back to this to the to the to the strength end. I guess it was the adrenaline, the rage, but I, I pulled that 240 off the ground sideways like it was a toy. Now, and it, it, and it's not the proper thing to do, folks. But sometimes you just get a little bit upset at yourself and things that are tight. You know, I hadn't even really warmed up yet. Okay, my point of the matter is, and exclude all that. There's just something about lifting heavy things that just set your brain on fire, literally. And I wish more people would develop in that capacity. You know, whether it's taking the three basic, what I call four lifts because I talk about overhead. You know, we talk about tire flipping. Andrew's talked about that a lot at his facility. Farmer's walks. You know, if you go out and look at Jake Reynolds like the other day, there he is popping off some big front squats. The point of the matter I'm telling you right now is you don't have to do a lot of things. You can do these heavy workouts, which really, really have some big dividends in them. And you know what? That's how you move forward. That's how you go after what you want, and you don't have to look back. Andrew, summarize anything you want. Give out all your info. I'll give mine, and hang on the line if you would, please. Absolutely, yeah. No, I think you know when it's all, all said and done, what we're what we're really getting at, and, to, and just trying to emphasize in a lot of different uh, ways is you know, embrace struggle. Yep. Embrace the hardship. Embrace. The, the challenge of, you know, I don't want to do easy things. Nope. E- that does not, you know, that is, is not, it's not motivating for no. me. You know, but to go out and challenge myself systematically and year in and year out, try to challenge myself, you know, more. You know, in your definition, a challenge is going to be yours, whether it's maximum effort weights under, you know, getting under, you know, 400 pound front squats for yep. sets of six or, yep. you know, going out and saying, I want to run a hundred miles yep. in a day. You know, they're opposite ends of the same exact coin of challenging yourself beyond what you and most of society thinks is normal, natural or necessary. And that's the key to life because that's where that's what makes us tick. That's what makes us feel alive. And that's what makes us get up in the morning, put pants on and say, watch me now because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, so if you have, you know, you have more questions, you want to talk further about this, you know, find me on online journey at strength.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those avenues, hit me up. If you're in Ohio, Worcester, Ohio, you know, stop by the gym. You know, we practically run a bed and barbell here. <laughs> stop in and give you a place to stay and a place to live. We got all the toys. We got all the fun. Um, I'll be in and around. I know coming up uh, end of May, I'll be down in uh, Aramo, South Carolina for the Sornex Summer Strong, May 18th to the 20th. If you're in the area, definitely not a not to be missed opportunity to go and be hanging out with some of the best strength minds in the world in one weekend. Uh, so it's been fun. Absolutely. Um, before I, I sign everything, I'm off out of here. Um, I love this book. I, my, it was my father's. My mother found it and gave it to me. It's pretty old. Um, it's called Lombardi. Winning is the only thing, and it was edited by Jerry Kramer. 
And each one of the gentlemen in here has excerpts, uh, and they talk about Coach Lombardi. And this is pretty good. It's short and sweet. And this is what we talk about, leadership. Henry Jordan, who was an all-pro defensive tackle for Lombardi, wrote this in the beginning of what he said about the coach. He didn't push, he led. That's what I said in the beginning. No matter what comes at you, leadership. Leadership, leadership, leadership. I'm telling you right now, you go further with that word than just about anything. You have to lead. You have to lead yourself no matter what the conditions are. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to FiorellaBarbellCode.com. Um, Winners and Champions, Inc., you know the story. Go out, look it over. If you'd like to purchase it, super. Um, and as I said, we got this strategic sessions for the rest of the month, which are free. I'll help you out with anything I can help you out with. If you're in the Albany or the New York area, come on up here. I'll give you the best hour you've ever had, I promise you. Or we got Skype. We Skype all over the world. That is not an issue at all. So take advantage of it because, um, was there like 18 days left? Uh, we got almost three weeks. I'd love to talk to any of you. Also, too. Go out to our Prosperity Conscious page. A lot of money to run this show. Anything you'd like to contribute would be very much appreciated. Also, go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. This show will either be up tonight or tomorrow. And then, obviously, as everyone knows, we have Dr. Wong tomorrow afternoon, and we have strongman Ryan Stewart, who, if you've been listening to the other shows... He's getting ready to take his first voyage to Iceland, and um, I couldn't admire him more. It's very painful at times to talk about, but God bless him because, man, he's going to go over there and get it. And um, that's awesome because if you've been listening to some of the shows lately, Nicole Davis, who works out in his gym and who's a trainer, um, boy, she's been lifting some stuff. Um, there's a great picture of these. Uh, they're not as heavy as the Denny's. But they are that type. It's got the rings and all. And she's small. I mean, she was ripping them off the ground. And we talked about a voyage to Japan because there's some uh, stones that the uh, monks used to use that are to lift against one another that are still there. Um, and she's awesome. And she's part of Ryan's uh, gym there. Um, just real interesting people good people, and uh, we're very happy to have them both affiliated with us now here on the show. Um, also, too, go out to uh, MotivationMuscle.com. As I said, go out and look at all the shows Andrew and I have done. We'll add another one now to the directory. Don't forget about the Manly Men's Movement on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Go out there, start a thread. Also, too, uh, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, real men, real strength, real power, advertising with us. Go out, fill out the form. I will Please leave a phone number. I will call you, and we'll go out and make some money for one another. That is what it's all about, man, putting your product out there, which serves people, and we will push it out everywhere we can. In fact... Within the next month, it looks like, or, well, we're going to try to hit it in four weeks, especially in Albany, New York, we're going to really go after um, an ad campaign here. Um, we want to get some of the local businesses, and obviously we want to get more clientele here. Um, and we're going to get very more involved in muscular dystrophy here, too, down the road. So we got a lot cooking. Um, also, too, don't forget about signing up for our free um, for our free newsletter. Uh, it's a piece of cake. Fill it out. Goes right to my Mailchimp account. Bang, bang, bang. You're in. Um, if so, let's see. Um, if there's a show you'd like Andrew and I to do, Fiorello Barbell Nightcap.r.com. I'm sure we can come up with anything you want. Also, too, if someone seeks you, well, no, we'll do this even quicker. Um, Go out to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We appreciate that. We thank you for that. Uh, AHA directory, that's AHA. Um, You can get us in your car 24-7. What better than that? Um, If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration. We talked about this today on so many shows. Words have power power you have power 
just no one's ever told you that. Also, too, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. You really don't. And it doesn't hurt to say hello or be decent to somebody at all. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. You can count on that till the day they put me in a hole. Believe me, we got a long time here, and we're going to get better, better, and better. Extraordinary. That's what we are. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself. I guarantee you by the second time you say it, you'll have a grin all over you. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we're not going to kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Join the revolution. Be part of us, and we want to be part of you for the next 30 years. You are getting the best of the best out there, believe me. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We got your back, and we believe in you, and how many people would say that in today's world. Andrew, as usual, another classic. This was a great show. I had a great time, and I know we're going to enlighten some minds and, you know, enlighten some hearts, too. So, as always, thanks for being on, brother. Absolutely. Always a pleasure being here. Thank you, sir. So, for Andrew Derniat, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, this show will be up either tonight or tomorrow. Dr. William Wong Friday. Ryan Stewart on Saturday, so we're going to have some killer shows to get up and get out of here with tons of information. So, for Andrew Derniat, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember this, the world is asking something from you. Deliver. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a strong, strong week, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.